Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Brianne Showman, and I am joined today by Rodrigo Gallego, creator and founder of Barefoot Movers. Rodrigo and I had a great conversation today, and surprisingly enough, it was not all about being barefoot. We had a great conversation about how to be a functional human being in life. Simple as that. And also how to have fun being that functional human. And yes, then we did dive into the barefoot conversation some as well. So whether you are an athlete, a clinician, or a coach, I think you'll find this conversation highly valuable. So let's tune in. Rodrigo, thank you for joining me today. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. It's a, we're recording this on a Wednesday. It's a beautiful Hello. Wednesday. It's hot here in Phoenix, but I'll take it. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. I heard you on a different podcast. I was introduced to you through a mutual friend and I love your business name, or at least your profile, um, <laughs> because I'm all about barefoot. So I'm excited to talk cool. to you and dive into essentially everything that you do. Um, all right. Thank you. Thank you for so, having me. Yeah, of course. So first off, we'll just go with the, you can take this question any way you want it. Who okay. are you? Well, my name is Rodrigo. I am originally from Argentina in South America. I've been in California now for close to 20 years, which is kind of weird because it went super fast, <laughs> super fast. Uh, my English was exactly the same when I came. <laughs> so it hasn't changed a bit. You will think that it will change, but it hasn't. So I, I'm a trainer. I'm a mover. I'm a trainer. I'm uh, passionate about life and health and having fun and people and teaching. So I have done a lot of things through my life. I'm, I think I was thinking this morning, I think I'm 46. I may be, <laughs> yes. I was like, I might turn 47 or 46, but I'm pretty sure I'm 46 and going in 47. So I have done, I have done all kinds of different things in my life, you know? Uh, I travel a lot. Uh, I left Argentina when I was in my early 20s. And at that time, since very early age, I think I was around uh, probably 18, 19 years old, I started coaching. I started coaching sports, mostly or more specifically tennis. I, I was a tennis player growing up. And I had the opportunity to start and I really, really enjoyed that connection of being able to, to help people to learn something. And then, you know, that was one of the things or the thing that helped me kind of found my travels. I discovered that tennis or one sport is pretty much the same anywhere in the world. So if you know one sport, you can go anywhere in the world and teach that sport as far as you can speak the language or you make yourself uh, able to communicate. So that was my starting with, with coaching. I always loved you know, movement. I was always super active. It was always uh, 
the fun times, right? It was always the things that I enjoyed the most, you know, moving, playing, uh, trying different things, just being active. So nowadays, after all things that happen in between, I was kind of like in a time in my life that I wanted to do more of what is meaningful to me. And that was how Barefoot Mover uh, was born. Uh, it's a combination of like really who I am and how I see life and, you know, teaching and helping people. And not just now on a sport, but how to move better in general, how to reconnect with the body. And now I'm focusing more of people like my age, 40 plus. Uh, you know, now we are able to live so long, hopefully, right? We, we, we have extended the lifespan, but, you know, what you see is like the quality of uh, those years has to do a lot how how well you maintain your body, how, you know, how active you can be and how much you can enjoy. For me, for core, it's very selfish. It's like, okay, I want to enjoy life. And for me, enjoyment is hand in hand with being able to do things. And so it's like, okay, how can I do that? Because sometimes you, you know, you see, you see people that are very like older, 80, 85, 90, and they are very functional. And then you see people that are in their 40s and can barely move. Uh, so it's like, okay, what, 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 what's going on there? You know, and that is what gets me going every day it's like how we can do so we can get to that those years hopefully you know there's stuff that is not under our control if you get sick if you have accidents and stuff like that but in normal circumstances how we can get there and be able to do all those things so that is basically what i try to do barefoot movers so i don't know if i went too long to show you let me know but not that, at all. That's not who I am. That's who I am. Awesome. Um, and I think we can kind of go right into there to kind of the next, the question I have for you and where I really want to start things is you're helping people move better so they can get, enjoy life. Basically, what are some of the common things that you're finding or movement patterns or issues mm. you're finding in people that are keeping them from being able to move and enjoy life? Well, it's, you know, there's every, every single body is different, but at the same time, there are, you know, silver linings, there's stuff that you can see. And we can start from like, okay, people are moving less in a way. We are very sedentary in our daily life. I don't know, like, it's really rare because one of the first questions that I ask when I meet somebody is, what do you do for living? understanding what is their situation and really the question is are you active in your work or you're sitting on the desk and 95 percent of the time they are sitting on a desk so um, starting from there you know our bodies are super well in adapting so they will adapt to anything that you throw at them so if you're throwing them uh sitting in a chair for whatever hours you work, eight, 10 hours a day, then you drive from home to work and then back on a car that is in the same position. Then you get home, 
and you want to relax or you sit on a comfy couch, same position, mostly we spend the, and then from there you get tired and then you go to bed. So it's from being in bed to being mostly seated. Uh, yeah, I think I say, well, but I train or I do this. Okay, but that's maybe what, an hour a day? If in the best case, right? Mm -hmm. so what you see is that people are losing their ability to move. They're getting very tight. The body starts almost like getting fixed in those positions, right? And, and you know, I know you know super well, like if you don't use it, you lose it. So if I'm always in the same position, then my body gets really good at being at that position. But at the same time, it's, very, it's getting very deconditioned or untrained in all the other multiple positions that our body is capable, but then because we don't use it, then maybe it's not capable anymore. And then the story goes, okay, but then they wanna move or they wanna keep surfing or they wanna do CrossFit or they wanna do, I don't know, any, any sport. They, they wanna ride their bike, they wanna run, they wanna do Spartan races, they wanna do all of those with a body that is in a way, so that's, I, I see that. I see that people are getting very tight, very weak in some areas. And yeah, losing that ability to move. And the thing is that in most cases, they don't realize that. You know, it's like, I don't know why my stupid body, my knee is hurting and I don't understand. And it's like, oh, look at this. Your ankle is not moving. Your thoracic spine is completely fixed. So, but they don't know because there's not so much out there. It's about, okay, you are not moving or you are working out. And there's almost that there's no something in between. And what I'm trying to focus or what I focus is in that in between, you know, because there's a big part that we need to take care of in that in between. And, and that's, that's my passion. That's what I love doing all the time. I think a lot of what happens with like people just starting to move poorly and not realizing it is our bodies are really smart at helping us function. So we start losing mobility somewhere and it finds ways to move around it. So maybe we are like bending at our waist to pick something up instead of squatting now or using our hands to help us sit down in a chair like there we find ways to do things. So all before we know, it's like we can't do these normal movements that we used to be able to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, our bodies are way too smart, are way too smart. And that's what I say. People like most of the time, they don't know. They don't know because the body's always finding ways. And that's and that's great if it's on a special occasion, right? But it's not so great with that then. Because that's, that's, that's the thing, right? Okay, you need to do something and you find a way to do it. Okay, that gets recorded. Okay, that's the solution for that problem. So any next time that that same or similar problem shows up, the brain is like, okay, I got it. Don't worry. And then it's like, that becomes your pattern. So that's why we don't realize it because we're always finding ways. The thing is, is that the, is that the optimal way? Is that the way that you're going to be able to keep doing for years. And that is when it's, okay, then somebody, you know, needs to be, okay, let's, let's take a look at this. And, and the thing is that, I don't know, but in, in, in most cases, it's like, 
we only maybe go and ask for help when we feel pain. Mm-hmm. And they most of the time we I've been I've been guilty of that for sure many times in my life. It's like I don't understand why my shoulder hurts. And there was so much that that that's like the cherry on top when you start feeling the pain, right? Uh, so it's like, okay, what happened before? And now we need to start undoing a lot of things. And yeah, sometimes those things takes time, right? So and and it's hard because sometimes people what they want is a quick solution, right? Yeah. People want a quick solution. It's like, oh, I I don't have time for this. My body be doing this to me when I'm so busy and I have a race or I have a competition on or the waves are great and now my shoulder is locked. It's like, whoa, it doesn't work like that. The body doesn't work like that. So and it can be both ways. It can be, you know, many times I again. I was the worst being young, you know, I was unstoppable. I thought I was unstoppable until something really stopped me. And I think that's, you know, and and I feel like we we are the same because I know you're, you know, super active. And it's like when when you get hurt and you're an active person that, you know, that's who you are. It's huge. It's huge. And it's very frustrating. And it's almost like nothing else. It's worth it, you know, when you get hurt and, and it's hard to turn that around, but I feel like if you've been in there and you understand, I think it's, I don't know, there's a lot to learn from the injury. Sometimes I always bring that to, to the front and it's like, okay, this is happening and why? Let's start thinking about why and what it, what's the body is always trying to teach us. But the thing is, it starts talking very, very light. You know, you feel like soreness or you feel like this and then you're not paying attention and then start talking louder and louder and louder until, okay, I need to get these guys' attention. So then you're going to feel pain. Um, I don't know. There's always a lot to learn from those. It's always, you know, you can always look at a situation in different ways, right? And I think uh, there's always opportunities in all those hard situation which is awful because it's really hard and I you know you can talk like this but it's like oh it sucks yeah it completely sucks it's awful but let's try to make sense of it because again I think we go through life maybe not in our cases right because this is what people go through life and without knowing their body really right oh absolutely absolutely And I think you pointed out something there that's super important for people to understand. And that's like, because we all, most people, when they get injured, unless it's traumatic, it's like, well, I've been doing this for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and I've never had an issue. Why is this popping up now? And it's because our bodies just eventually get tired of adapting and like finally is telling you to fix it. And so there's, like most of these injuries we get are those years and years and years of our bodies adapting to poor movement and finally just getting fed up and telling you to fix something. Yes. We, I feel like you just brought something to my attention to. It's like our bodies are not our bodies. When we talk about it, we talk the mind too, right? The the, the nervous system, right? So good at adapting, but also bodies are so resilient. Mm -hmm. And, And that's the other thing. It's like, we can be doing 
all kind of, and we do. And if you look around people, the way that we in general treat our bodies is pretty bad. You know, uh, we're always asking for things. And even in the way that we fuel our bodies and, you know, we can go into so many toxic things that we do for years and the body still, still continue to perform. It's amazing. So then, of course, when something happened, it's like, whoa, what's going on? Like, why are you doing what? But it's long time or a history of all the things that we do to our body. But they are so strong and resilient that they're able to, to sustain, to keep you, you know, keep doing what you ask for in the best way they can. And, and you can see because now it's also, okay, you know, when you get 40, I don't know how old are you? You know, you start getting 30, late 30s, 40, 50s, and it's super easy to say, ah, it's just my age. And you hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, yes, but no. You know, because stuff starts way earlier. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's not like, oh, oh, when I was young, I was great. Okay, you were great because the body was newer. But you probably start picking up all these patterns not so optimal patterns or you start treating or overuse you know especially you know in sports we always of sports of course is a healthy thing to do for many reasons right but at the same time it comes with a cost especially in sports that are like unilateral or has so many just the sport itself has so many imbalances the more that you do it right or you're going to be using certain parts of the body certain mm-hmm. joints and yeah, you are active, which is great. You're social, you're competitive. There's so many good things about sports, but it comes with a cost. And the body at those years is able to keep up until it can't anymore. Or it keeps track. I, I feel myself, I am still undoing years and years of tennis, mm-hmm. you know? Because I started playing when I was, I think, five or six. And I play every day for hours. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, no, it was hours. And I would go back home when it was dark. And, uh, and then on weekends playing tournament. And I went like that for at least 12 years. So, of course, my body developed to become better at that. But there's so many uh, imbalances within my body that I've been working and you know they get better and better but still it's like the body of all of those things um, I don't know I think it's it's important to I don't know I, I wanna I want people to know the people need to know and I feel like you know the main media or how people see fitness is about looking a certain way or putting our body through a lot of stress, but we never think of how can I help this body that has been doing so much for me. I don't think we appreciate it enough. And we are always kind of unhappy with the body that we have, or we feel we see our flaws, but we don't understand how cool the body is and how much the body, um, keep up with us, with all the stuff that we do that is not really beneficial. And it starts again at a very early age. 
and and you see, I see my kids. I see I train soccer too. I, you see how it starts as a very early age, and nobody really explain them or listen. This is the whole body, the same body that you have now at seven, eight, nine, ten. It's gonna be the same body that you're gonna have at 80, 85. So if you look at that, it's like, okay. And, and again, without a healthy body, it's a different type of life. Of course, we can always make it work, right? But it's not the same. It's like, it's our most precious uh, assets, right? Our body. And I don't see us understanding that and taking care of that. I don't, I don't think we make it a priority, you know? It makes sense. It does. And you're absolutely right. I was thinking about, I was having a conversation with someone recently about that. And it's just like, think about how much we spend on cars and just like other things in our lives that we like just use and maybe get rid of in five or 10 years and how little we want to spend on our bodies, whether it's time, energy, money, um, to actually like take care of it for many decades to come. And so it's pretty fascinating when you really start breaking it down and thinking about like how we take care of other things in our life, but not our bodies. Yes. And it's very interesting. And, you know, I, 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 it's fine or it's great when you can find analogies. And sometimes with the car is the easiest one. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, oh, you take care of your car. Of course. Yeah. You change the filter. Yeah. You change it. Oh, yeah. You put air in your tire. Oh, yeah. You put the best gas you can find. Oh, yeah. You and your body, my body, what? It's the same. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's the same. Do you, I, how do you take what? No. They, and they like, you know, it's, it's nice to see their faces, but it's like, oh, okay. But why nobody told me that before? Or why, why is not out there? You know, it's all about, you look at the fitness magazines, you look at, you know, YouTube, you look all of this, and it's all about looks, looks, mm -hmm. looks. You know, it's, it's sickening, you know? Oh. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I think the other problem too is it's about looks, but also if you're following any elite athletes, it's all the like really cool stuff that they're doing. We don't see that behind the scenes other stuff that they're doing for recovery and making sure their bodies stay healthy. And, and so there's just not enough of that information and that awareness out there. I think of people to understand, like they need to be doing that stuff too. Yes. I think it's, it's very, it's very important. And also like in many cases, you know, you look at the athletes playing at the top level and in many cases they are not that healthy. You know, they are in pain. They are pushing their body so much. And, and you see nowadays, more and more, the, the, the professional athletes, their, their careers are so short. They're so short because of that. It's all that, in quotes, within quotes, the punishment, right, to the body. Mm -hmm. But then everybody wants to do that or train that hard because that is like, okay, I want to be like that. I want to look like that. But... I don't know, I think it's important to bring this other portion, you know, this other part that is, is quality of life. It's about feeling good. You wake up in the morning, how your body feels, you know, and how important is that? And when you start feeling good, how much more energy you have, how much more you're willing to do stuff. And then, 
And on the other hand, it's like you wake up and everything is stiff and you feel painful. Uh, and then that becomes like a cycle. Then you want to you know, make the best decision. Then you start, oh, I cannot do that. So I'm not going to do that. I have fun. And then, you, and, uh, and then that's when I say, okay, now you are getting old. No matter how old you are. But now, when, you know, when the body starts feeling like that, when you start feeling like, I cannot keep up with the youngest, I cannot keep up with my kids, I cannot keep up with the grandkids, I cannot do that, I cannot go upstairs, I need to find a house with no story because I cannot go up. It's like, okay, now you're getting old. Mm -hmm. And in a way, in a way, maybe because of not having the, the knowledge, is almost, this is kind of hard to say, but it's almost your choice. It's almost like, because we are the result of all our decisions, right? In most cases, of course, you know, within limits, right? Of course, but, but it's like our body is what we do with our bodies all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it's, it's bringing a little bit more of movement to our lives and understanding that not all movement needs to be punishment, understanding how movement... Uh, it can be maintenance to the body, understanding, connecting, and knowing what's happening with your body, why things feel this way, how they're supposed to, again, I think, you know, it doesn't come with like a manual, like an owner's manual, right? So we don't know. So it's like, oh, I, I cannot do it. Well, again, okay, your hip is not moving. Well, how the hips move? I don't know. Because... I, and then it's like, okay, how many years we spend in the school and we don't know anything about our bodies, right? Because, oh, PE, I don't know how was your experience with PE. My PE was a disaster. You know, like, I, I, you know, it's like, oh, here is, and it's like, how cool it would be, you know, if somebody at that early age will show us and teach us how to take care of our body. What is more important than that? I mean, Right? I mean, yeah. there's so many, but it's like, that should be the PE. Okay, let's teach these kids all of this in a fun way, because sometimes we don't learn because the way that they present the thing is like, oh my God, you know, you need to come to like the level and make it fun and understand. And it needs to be something that the kids enjoy and they feel like they connect the dots. But, but at least have, and then, of course, it's your choice. You take it or leave it, but at least having that. And I think that's something that is important that we need to bring out there, you know, more. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the parents just telling their kids not to slouch obviously does not work because we don't listen yeah. to our parents at that age. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there's, there's so much, there's so much stuff to do there and. But, but that's the beauty, you know, that's the beauty. And I think it's worth to be doing that, you know, because sometimes it's also going against what they think, you know, what people are. Because when you see, when people look for a trainer, most of the time is, I want to lose weight. I want to firm, I think they say, right? I want to get tone. I want to firm and I want to lose some weight. And it's like, in reality, that is not so hard to do, right? You know, it's like, okay, eat less, move more. Okay, do that for long enough. And, but it's like, is that, that's not going to be the solution in long term. You know, yeah, maybe you're going to look better for a little bit. But again, if your body is all in pain, how long can you sustain that? 
how is really that bringing joy into your life? There's so much more than that. And sometimes I have nothing against looks or any of that, but I think it's just the priorities are a little mixed up in my opinion. You know, yeah. we, I don't think we put so much emphasis out there in how the body functions. Yeah, we have functional training and that's good, but I think it ends up being just a name because then it's just, oh, let me get you beat up in 45 minutes because we don't have time and I'm gonna make you sweat and tomorrow you're gonna be super sore and that is a great workout. Okay, you know, maybe that's good sometimes for sure, but in which, in which condition is that person that are doing that? You know, is that beneficial in a way? Yes. Is detrimental in another way? Probably yes too, you know? So, but again, people want a quick solution. And sometimes if the way that I present, and I think it's the same way because your background and what you do, it, you, it's like, is there, it's not the, the market or to game, you know? And then you hear a lot, or oh, just give them what they want. And it's like, I, I don't do that because I'm not in this, uh, profession to do to keep doing or adding more to something that I don't believe is how I see right mm -hmm. so it's, it's, it's that it's a lot of education I think uh, you know that takes time uh, and and then people understand and then when they understand it's like okay now you can be like this or better 10 years from now 15 years from now 20 years from now and that and that's the beauty is more about them learning that, understanding the concept, we go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Let me try it. Okay, now I feel it. And now, okay, now I know. Now I know what I need to do. I don't know, that's, that's how I see it and that's what I'm always after. No, and I think that's a great point. Like, obviously, you know I do CrossFit and I mm -hmm. think there's a lot of benefits to it, but at the same time, I there are a lot of missing elements because people don't want to take the time to actually learn how to move better yeah. or back it down. Like you can still get a crazy good workout by modifying movements until mm -hmm. you can actually move better. And by taking time to get your body to move better. And I think that's just that where, where there's a disconnect is people want the all out hard workout rather than taking the time to do that other stuff too. Um, which I mean, I can give someone five mobility drills to do that are crazy tough and get them just as sweaty and breathing hard as a hard workout because their bodies are not used to moving that way. Yeah, for sure. But there's a you know there's a lot there with uh, the ego too, right? It's like mm -hmm. you know, especially for active people and or, or they have been active and it's a competition. Good. But again, it's all about how and when, right? And, and I feel like, yeah, some, many times I'm like, let's work on the basics. Let's work on the foundations. And then it's almost like you earn the right to do more complex stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's no much sexiness in doing that in a way, right? And even no, nowadays, I, I'm, I'm not like a, you know, a trainer at the gym, so I don't, get involved in much of that, but I'm sure all about the, well, and in, in the movement world, you see it a lot. It's all about the Instagram and mm -hmm. watch what the things that we do. And it's like, oh, I want to be like that. But it's like, why, why? And then 
if you get there and then you do those things, how are you feeling? And how you know? And what is the benefit of doing that? You know, and it's it's crazy. It has become all about putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be able to do that. Okay, why? Yeah. Do that, and is that really something that is sustainable long term, or you just want to take a few pictures and then be all messed up? I don't know. There, there's so much craziness, you know. But but I feel like it's important, for, at least for me. It's like okay, with all of these that we are talking about, it sounds super boring. So it's like there's ways to make it fun, mm-hmm. and and again, that's another point that I'm always trying to incorporate and it's one of the most important things for me and it was one of the reasons behind of what I do is okay we are super busy most of us are very busy most of us are pretty stressed out we most of not us but a lot of people end up working in things that they don't like what they're doing life we have made it kind of complicated and not so much of enjoyment right so my goal is when people take classes and then when they're with me, I want those times to be the best time of their day. Because it's like, it's almost hitting two bears with one stone. Or how I, I, my kids make fun. I always mix the, 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 the sayings. <laughs> I say them my way. <laughs> so... But it's like that, okay, if you're going to take the time to work out, and that's, I think, is one of the things that CrossFit does best, you know? It's like going there and being social and having your people and having fun together. And I think that's one of the things that it is important. As, as you know, as much as important as movement is or maybe the correcting exercises and moving a certain way, it's like we need more times that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more of that. So, and I think I always relate that to wearing a school and you were waiting for recess time, right? Because during the school, you need to be seated listening to somebody and learning something that probably you didn't really care. And the only thing that we were waiting or is to have recess so we can go outside and play and move your body. It's crazy. Basically, how in school is bad to move, right? Well, we can talk. That's another podcast, right? But it's like, you know, it's like, it's, oh, no, you can't move. And of course, after a while, especially if you want to be a good person, you start listening to those things. And then you start moving less and less. But I don't want to lose the, the, the topic that we were saying now. I think I lost it. But it's like, uh, you were waiting for the reasons, right? You wanted to go out and move and have fun. So I like to bring that back. You know, the movement, it is the fun part. Let's say that you're on the desk, you're working on something that's stressful, you don't really enjoy, and then you can take a break, you move, so you're doing something good for your body, but at the same time, it's fun, you enjoy. It always, it's really hard for me every time that I hear that, you know, working out is a chore. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, well, we already have enough chores, chores through the day. They're working now. How in how that has become a chore, you know? And, and of course, there's levels, right? And yeah, sometimes we need to do stuff. Um, sometimes, most of the time, in order to make those adaptations, we need to do stuff that probably we don't want to do, right? 
because if not, you know, what's going to be the change, right? You keep doing what you're doing, but try to make it as enjoyable as you can and bring that, that mindset into the training. You know, it's like, I'm going to go have fun. And let's say that Rodrigo says, let's do 15 of these monkey jumps, but I'm good with five, you know, do you know, don't feel, because sometimes people have that pressure too. So I want to do good. And if Rodrigo says 15, I want to do 15, even though I don't really feel like doing 15 or after 10, I'm completely bored or my body doesn't want to do one more rep. So I feel like that is important too, because sometimes people feel like I, I can do that because it's too hard. It's too hard. And I'm not fit. It's like, you don't need to be fit to come to my class because that's the point, right? But people feel like if they're not fit, I, ca I can't go. Well, well, no, you need to come more than anybody. And then how much you're going to do? We'll see. Today, maybe you do 10. Tomorrow, you didn't sleep. Well, you do two. And the next day, you look at me. And the next time, you do 20. Who cares? You're moving. And we are adjusting to how we feel. And it's important to start connecting to that. Sometimes in the fitness industry, sometimes I talk about myself being a little bit outside because I don't really consider myself because I really I never really went to gyms you know I never gyms. I'm more like a mover that is outside and but people feeling that they need to do certain amount of reps or doing a certain intensity all the time you know that also put makes it harder to be enjoyable mm -hmm. So I think it's important for people to understand that it doesn't matter how much you move, it's about moving and incorporating moving. Even if you come to my classes, I say, okay, how are you going to move the rest of the day? It's not like, oh, I'm going to go and do 45 minutes. I'm done. No, you're not done. <laughs> you're not done. <laughs> this is the, you're not done, you know, because we cannot do 45 minutes again, 23 hours and 25 minutes of sedentarism. Mm -hmm. You know, but again, not all movement needs to be a workout. Going for a walk is movement. Going and doing a, you know, a deep squat is movement. And hanging for a few minutes is movement. Doing a little bit of crawling is movement. Sitting on the ground with your legs crossed is a movement. See, you know, there's, there's that. And there's a lot to gain on that. And I feel like sometimes that's completely underlooked. You know, it's like, okay, I only work out at the gym and I do my three times 10 and I do five round, boom. And it's like, well, yes, but again, do more movement, do more movement and start connecting and make it fun, make it creative, make it like, I always say another analogy is it's like brushing your teeth. Do you brush your teeth today? Oh yeah. Well, do you move your hips? Huh? Why? Well, you know, it's the same. How are you going to take care of the things, you know? So I don't know. I just, I have a lot too much fun with all of this. Let's take a quick break to talk about zero shoes. You know, I love being barefoot. I am barefoot as much as possible, but when you're out in public, sometimes that's frowned upon. And when you're walking around on concrete and asphalt in the Phoenix summers, it's highly unsafe. That's when zero shoes comes in handy. These shoes allow my feet to be as barefoot as possible to allow my feet to still work like they were made to work. And the great thing about these shoes is they last. They have a 5,000 mile sole warranty. 
meaning you rarely have to replace these shoes. And they have a wide range of options. So whether you're looking for sandals, something for casual wear, or something for your sports or work, they have you covered. You can go check them out at Zero Shoes, that's spelled X-E-R-O, shoes.com, slash go, slash getyourfixpt. And you can find all of my partnerships at getyourfixpt.com slash partners. And now, back to our conversation. <laughs> you make a lot of great points. They're like, we do just need to move. And um, I've got, had this conversation with another colleague of mine in the past about, and he actually did a really good Instagram post recently, um, made it very humorous. But it's like, yes, sitting is bad, but so is just standing in one position all day as well. Like it's better, like you said, sitting on the ground, crossing your legs, like moving positions because being static, regardless if it's sitting or standing in one position for hours at a time is not good for the body regardless. And so the more you can just change positions, move around, like the healthier your body's going to be. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think there has been a lot of confusion with that when they say, oh, the, the sitting is the new smoking. It, it's not the sitting. It's, as you just said, it's been in one position, in one form for hours on end. That is the problem. It can be sitting, it can be standing. It, let's say that you are, I don't know, in the quadruple position for 10 hours a day. Well, that's not going to be good. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like whatever position. Now, I think this, we're, being like, we're being unfair to sitting. You know, the sitting, it's just because it's one position. Mm -hmm. So even if you sit in, you know, I always recommend, okay, how can I start with doing this? You know, sit on the ground instead of on the couch when you're watching TV. Sit on the ground. You won't be able to stay in the same position for too long, especially if you are a little restricted. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's like 10 seconds and I need to move. Okay, go kneeling. Sit with one leg here. Open your legs. Cross the leg. See, like, it's so, the, 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 I mean, I love the floor. The floor is a great, the best teacher, you know, and that's another topic. It's like, okay, we don't spend enough time on the ground. The, tri the, the ground becomes something that is uh, strange to us. We don't spend time there. And as you know, and we all know, we, we learn everything on the ground. When we were babies, thank God, we don't have baby coaches yet. But, <laughs> you know, we learn, you know, because it's like, okay, we're starting coaching so much when it's like, the reality, how I see what I do is almost to peel an onion because the the great mover is inside all of us and i call everybody's mm -hmm. an athlete you know everybody's an athlete everybody's a great mover now what happened is life on top of that yeah, i have a conversation a little while ago with a lady that said that oh, all that mobility flexibility is all bs because you are born with or without and i said oh really <laughs> when do you see a tight or restricted baby you know like we come in this world with everything we are, and you see them learning how they move their beauty we are the human is an amazing mover the human being is an amazing mover but then you put life and especially oh now you're three years old you go to kindergarten but sit sit here don't move be careful don't go there don't jump don't run don't climb don't don't don't, don't. okay now this amazing move a 40 something year old that can barely move mm -hmm. and we're wondering why but the, the the way that the human being moves if you see people in the wild we are 
amazing. And, 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 and the variety of movement that we can perform well. It's, it's, we are beautiful species in that way. So it's kind of like how I see my work is little by little going back to that more natural state. Let's bring this human mover back to life. And again, the body is so cool because it's always adapting. So we change the stimuli and the, no matter how old are, we are, we can start making progress. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing, but we need to start understanding those, those things. You know, I'm, 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 I'm making a point, making a point that the body needs maintenance. The body needs maintenance. And it's not always, doesn't always be to be rough or hard or destroy you. It needs to have a combination. Everything has its place, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, I want to start wrapping it up. But before, I, there's a question I did not ask you when we talked before. I'm curious, um, because I know it's not primarily primary of what you do, but Barefoot is in the your company, Barefoot Movers. How do, like how did you get involved with more like getting people barefoot and how does that play into the things that you do um, as a coach? Yeah, uh, well, I feel like, you know, I don't like shoes. <laughs> awesome, neither do I. <laughs> let's, let's start, with, yeah, right? Again, let's go back to the babies. You have this beautiful food and then all of a sudden you put it in this thing that doesn't move, that restricts, that is uncomfortable, we need to grow used to that because that's how it's supposed to be. And, and it's crazy. And then going back to analogy, it's like, okay, imagine that since you were one year old, I put mittens in your hands, right? And not only that, then I ask you, okay, from now on, Brian, you are going to walk on your hands for 40 years. And then we want to take those mittens off. And I say, okay, send me a text. And there's no way you're going to be able to move those fingers, right? But we do that to our feet. We do that to our feet with no problem, no regard. And it's almost like in everybody's mind, the body starts at the ankle. There's nothing underneath. It's the, from the, the chain is the ankle up. And we don't understand how important are the feet. It's like, it's crucial. Mm-hmm. So of course, but with weak feet, feet that don't move, feet that are not very functional. And when, uh, you know, when one part of the body is not functional, well, the body needs to adapt. So how I see it is, let's start at least spending more time barefoot, you know, and of course, with everything, you need to be uh, mindful, right? Because sometimes people listen, I have, you know, I learn, you know, I tell people, oh, now take your shoes off and go for a little run. And it's like, <laughs> they run 10 miles. And it's like, oh no, like, <laughs> oh my God. You know, you need to be careful, especially when they get excited, you know? It's like, okay, as everything is all an adaptation. Again, our body adapts to anything, but, it needs to be progressive. I cannot put so much stress. So I want to make that clear because I think with the barefoot runners and all of that, there has been a lot. And I think people have done it too quick, too fast, too much. Mm-hmm. And then of course the body wasn't ready. 
So again, if you were for 40 something years wearing shoes, then all of a sudden you cannot go and do like a marathon barefoot. It doesn't make any sense. But start spending time, at least inside your house, take your shoes off, spread the toes, feel the feet when you're moving. Maybe go for a little walk on grass. Start connecting. There's so much. It's not just the functional part of the foot, but all the end nerves and all the, the proprioceptive and, you know, communication with the brain. And, you know, I think it's, it's silly not to do it, you know? And then you hear, it's like, whoa, but especially, again, I'm not a gym person, but I know that in gyms you cannot go barefoot. Maybe that's one of the reasons that I don't go. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> it's like, gym, I pull it off. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I saw you. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I love when you see you're doing some deadlift barefoot. That's great. Yes, I remember seeing pictures like that. But it's like, I think that needs to start changing, you know, because, oh, no, you wear your shoes for pro protection. Oh, and then we go into all the, the liability stuff, right? That is crazy because that's one of the reasons how people are moving worse and worse because of all the liability. Oh, don't do that. Don't move here. Be careful. Mm -hmm. No, it's like you go to the gym, but you cannot move because, oh, if I go to the gym in five minutes, somebody's gonna call my attention and say, you cannot do that. You know, it's like, oh no, that's a machine. That, that's not how you use that machine. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know? But it's like, if a big way is gonna fall in my foot, how different is it gonna be if I have a shoe or not? It doesn't make any sense. You're gonna mess up your foot no matter what you're wearing, right? So it's kind of like a misconception, but it's like connecting to the, the foot is part of the body. My, my, my point is, Make it a part of the body. Then, again, how strong is your grip? Well, it depends. Well, but we need to be able to work, work out the feet. You know, we, we cannot go around with weak feet. And then, of course, oh, no, but you can put sort of inserts. Okay, and then, like, everything. Put in, like, crutches, crutches, you know? It's like, okay, again, you keep being weak, now you need something to help you. Why don't we just start making your food stronger? You know, but again, people like to have it. And it's, of course, it's a better business to sell than to tell somebody, oh, no. There, okay, I saw I lost you. Um, no, I'm still here. You know, <laughs> in, 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 to, to make it short, it's just making the feed part of the body. And it's weird because sometimes, you know, people say, oh, come, do I need to take my shoes off? And I say, well, it's not mandatory, but I totally recommend it. And they go and shyly, I don't know if that's a word, but they take their shoes off, but they keep their socks and they look at me. <laughs> they look at me. Uh, and the socks, again, optional. If you take them off, it's better. And it's like, okay. And they feel like they're naked, you know? But after a while, they forget it. Forget it. You know, when I put your feet in, you know, and then I see the transformation, how from there it goes to like, oh, what kind of shoes do you wear? Because I'm barefoot all the time, but when I need to put shoes, I'm going to go for minimal shoes. Mm -hmm. And then little by little, you see them, how you're going in that direction. And I think when you go into that direction, like there's no way back. There's no way back. When you start feeling your feet, when you start, you know, having that sensation and building stability from down there, and it's like, I'm not going back, you know? So that is what the barefoot movers uh, comes from. And, and then of course, there's so much more. That's just the surface, right? Get the feet out, start making them part of the workout. And then of course, there's so much, you know, like being able to connect to the fingers, to the big toe, 
you know, part of all the functionality, mm -hmm. connecting the big toe with the glutes, the core, and there so the, the intrinsic muscles, all of that. But it's like, okay, just start being barefoot, and little by little we go into that way. But I think it's, it's that it's just like, you know, the, a bicep, a lat, a glute, feet. Make them part of. I never heard. That's another one. Just came. Oh, Monday is a feet day. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like oh. Tuesday is my back. And, you know, you, we don't train the feet. Like, it's no part of our body. And when you think about it, we are on our feet all, 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 the, all day long. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you see how many people are suffering from pain there at the feet. But then it's like the ankle, the knee, the hip. And I'm not saying that all comes from the feet. But the, some of that, yes, you can, you can get stronger and more stable and recover some mobility and stuff like that when your feet are feet, human feet. So I know I like to talk. Don't make no it too words. long. Don't make it too long. <laughs> I like the explanation, but I'm All a right. person. So I know. Yes, I, that's, <laughs> awesome. that's awesome. That's that's awesome. I love that. I love and it's, and it's so weird for me now when I see people working out with shoes. It's like it throw me off. You know, and then, okay, I got it. But it's like, I'm so used to, you know, I'm always barefoot myself. All the people that train with me are barefoot. So then when I see somebody with shoes, it's like, oh, wow, weird. It's like, I feel, I feel that way. Especially, you know, with those shoes that are like, minimal shoes are great. You know, yeah. minimal shoes are great because they give you that protection in the way to like, you know, if you're going to go in different terrains, if you're a little bit cold, if you're slippery or whatever it is, minimal shoes are awesome. And, but when you see those bulky ones, those, you're working out on something that doesn't move, you know, that you don't have any idea what position your foot is in there. Your toes are all crunched up. You don't know what's happening. And then you are doing like single leg stuff. It's like, okay, you know, it's like you're losing so much in there. I, I don't know. It's a little bit crazy to me. But then you see all these big brands making those shoes and they become like almost like if you don't have them, you cannot. Also, another thing that we didn't talk about is I am very minimalist. You know, I feel like we don't need so much. And that's part of my training is like that, too. We do anywhere, anytime, and with minimal equipment. Yeah, equipment is good in a way because we need to be good at handling stuff. And it's good to add in different loads to different tissues and stuff like that. But there's so much. Sometimes that's another, how we were saying before, that maybe... Is too hard or too boring is one of the barriers. Sometimes it becomes too complicated too. We make it complicated and and of course the brands and you know the manufacturer take advantage of that and they want to sell us all these things. But in reality, to you can be in amazing shape without needing much. Oh, absolutely. You no, know, oh, but absolutely. that's no good business for many people. <laughs> but it's like you know it's like again don't make it complicated make it fun make it simple but do it all the time and have fun with it and i don't know i just like to this make it more simple but that's also how how i am you know it's like i i like to i know that i can be anywhere in the world maybe in a tiny space i can be and i'm gonna be able to take care of my body mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't need shiny things. I don't need all kinds of machines. I don't need, uh, you know, yeah, they help and everything again, everything has its place. And of course, if we're going to add variety or, you know, but again, it shouldn't be a barrier. We can do so much with nothing. 
with nothing. And, and, and it's even for me, it's almost more like a challenge. It's like, how can I do all the stuff that I know that I need to do with nothing? And sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, m- maybe I need something. <laughs> but but it's like, a, yeah. That was what <laughs> fun for me when, um, when COVID hit and gym shut down. Yes, I do yeah. have my adjustable dumbbells. So I did use those. Yeah. But other than that, it was just like, I have my bucket full of rocks. And it was like, how many movements yeah. can I do with yeah. this? And like, just kind of started having fun and playing around more. And it was like, I loved it. I think it's, I think it's a good challenge. I think, I think think it's it's a good thing to, to try. And, you know, just knowing that, knowing that you're self-contained and that you can, you can do the things without needing much for me is important. You know, for me is, it's another extra layer on the, on the training. And, and really, if you start paying attention in nature, outdoor, you can do so much, you know, it's all out there. It's all out there. And, and again, and this goes when you, incorporate the natural stuff and learning how to be more adaptable in nature. Because again, I always, the gym is great, but then, and, it, and I can be guilty of this too. You know, you start moving a certain way, you become really good. But then what happened when the terrain is different? What mm-hmm. happened when there's, the thing is not completely level? When it's like, you know, and oh my God, the machine is unlevel. Now we cannot train. And it's like in nature, if you're going to go and climb a tree, every branch is different. What position you're going to put your feet, your hip? I don't know. You're going to figure out because it's never in the same position. And branches are going to be thicker, skinnier. They're going to move. They're not going to move. You don't know. So all that, that would be, that to me is the, the top. When you can like, okay, you improve the way that you move in the laboratory, right? Like I do it at home. Now you start adding more complexity. Now, okay, now go out there and explore and change the environment because that environment is going to inform your training. And I can be really good at lifting a perfect barbell, a perfect lead lift, right? But then I need to go and move a couch, for example. Mm -hmm. How I'm going to be able to adapt, you know, because... Those things are made perfect for you to have perfect form because it's right there. But how that is going to help you in real life? Yeah, for sure, there's some correlation. But when you have the form, okay, how many deadlifts you can do on a barbell that always, yeah, you can add more uh, weight, right? More load. But what about, that's great. But what about, okay, now lift this object that has a different shape. How are you going to adapt your correct form, your strength to now lifting this without getting hurt? And that is the top to me. You know, it's like, okay, now you feel like, okay, no matter what, you're going to be able to respond or your body is going to be trained to respond to whatever I throw. But for that, you need to in different situations, right? And, and it's harder because normally we try to be comfortable. So true. <laughs> so true. Well, Rodrigo, if anyone wants to follow you, ask you any questions, where can they find you? I, I, I am at Barefoot Movers on Instagram. And my website is also barefootmovers.com. But I try to be, I, I really like, you know, of course, social media has all the negativities, but just I really like the, the Instagram because it's very easy to have conversations with people. So, and I like that, you know, the, 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 what I do is about 
people. It's connecting with people and listening and understanding and having connections and relationships and stuff like that. So I think Instagram will be the, the best way because we can chat. You can even like make a phone call there. You can leave uh, voice messages. You can, it's, it's easy. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless the electricity goes off. <laughs> uh, yes, that happens. But if not, Instagram. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today, Rodrigo. I greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. I really appreciate it too. And, uh, Keep doing what you're doing. I think you're doing a great job of promoting good movement and combining your background and your training. I think is we need we need more of this for sure. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for that. And before I close out today, I want to take a moment to talk to you about the foot and ankle fix for runners. Foot and ankle pain is such a common injury with runners. And yet it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be bothering you constantly. It doesn't have to be shutting you down from being able to run. But many times it does because we don't do the right things for it. That is why I created the Foot and Ankle Fix for Runners. It's an online program that'll give you the right things to do in order to resolve your foot and ankle issues once and for all and let you really get back to training like you want to. So if you're interested in checking out the foot and ankle fix for runners, head over to getyourfixpt.com slash courses, and you can see a link for the foot and ankle fix for runners, as well as all of my other online programs. Thank you again so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. And until next time, let's go out and be highly functional.